Welcome to this podcast about Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. This book is either available on audio form, on Audible, or per book. Now, usually I'd say that listening to something on Audible isn't the most ideal way to read a book, especially if it's more facts oriented or you're reading it to get something out of it and you're not just reading it for the enjoyment of reading something not that those two things are mutually exclusive and uh, you can have books that are you love reading them and they have important things in them but i think generally it's simpler to uh, get the core facts about some things when you're reading it because you can really look at it multiple times and then uh, mark it write things down well in audio form often you're doing something else at the same time and it's more work to kind of skip back than literally just change where you're looking at let me start off by saying that this book is very profound and this book has had quite an impact on my life um I am a person that's been into let me just phrase this as spirituality in quite a while. I think the official definition of spirituality is something along the lines of being rather being concerned with the soul of a person uh ran with one's physical body. So rather being thinking about non-physical things and physical reality. Um, for me, this just means being interested in metaphysical topics, meditation, altered state of consciousness. That's what that spirituality means for me. So it's not like I came into this as an absolute atheist. And that being said, I did not believe in the notion of, oh, there's some God out there. And I, it's not like I have that I have this notion after reading the book. I think you'll have to really listen or read to the book yourself if you really want, want, want to understand what I'm saying here. But this book will be life-changing. And you have to you have to read it with an open mind, as with so many things. But wouldn't be a, wouldn't it be a shame if you miss out on this incredible book just because you are too close-minded? Uh, to read it. I really feel that would be quite a shame. And I'm really happy I read this book. And the reason I'm saying read, as I said, I listened to this on Audible, which I think for this book is the ideal way to read it. I know some other people listen and read the book at the same time. Uh, I think that's a very great way to do it. I think the reason I love the fact that it's on audio is that I can listen to it while I'm making food, while I'm doing this, while I'm doing that. And it's kind of just sinking in. And this book is so good that I'm actually listening to it again. And I bought like the first three books uh, on this God Dialogue series uh, on Audible, which is like, I think, 25, 26 hours long. It's absolutely, it's incredible. And I just re-listened to it. I think every every time where I'm not sure, I don't have like a podcast which I'm into right now or a good podcast episode I'm, I'm interested in, I'll always listen to this. And it's always a great experience. And every time you go through it, you, you learn something new. 
Now, I've talked about uh, the book being profound, but what is it actually about? Well, sure, I should have mentioned that at the start. This was kind of silly. And I, the book is about the author Neil Donald Walsh and his conversation with God. The story behind this is that the author Neil Donald Walsh was in a bad time in his life and he cried out that, you know, he was very unsatisfied with life. And you got to imagine him really frustrated and calling out. Uh, since he's a Christian to God and saying, God, why why is life like this? Why does it have to be so hard? Why is this? Why is that? Just in this uh, frustration uh, and called out in frustration and desperation. And now he claims that God answered. And the entire book... Uh, is the conversation between him and between God and the things they exchange. Now, this is very profound. And uh, you might say, oh, you know, Neil Donald Walsh, she's obviously a fake, a phony. I'd say, listen to the book and make your own opinion. And... I can assure you that you will probably see this in a very different way. Now, when he's talking to God, he's not talking to, like, to some white man in the clouds with a beard. The notion of God is completely different. It's really, it's not what you think it is. Which is why, really, the, the people, uh, this book has been getting some hate from. Now, this book is a New York Times bestselling book. This is a really famous book. For some reason, there's a lot of famous books you've never heard about before. And this is one of them. It's very profound. And it has a lot, it's changed a lot of people's lives, not just mine. But the people that really hate on this books are like fundamentalist Christians. Because God isn't like in this book, yeah, pray for me, do this for me. It's a completely new image. And it, it talks about the misconception of God that we have in, in the 21st century. That, uh, and it criticizes religion heavily. This isn't a book about, oh, why Christianity is great. And why you should all become Christian or Buddhist or Hinduist or Jewish or Muslim. That's not what this book is about. Uh, this will give you a totally unorthodox view of God. And definitely not what you would have expected unless if you've been into um, consciousness work. Uh, this isn't what you would have expected. It's a very new and uh, refreshing view on things and perhaps uh, the actual truthful view on things. Now, what does God say? God, this is a 26 hour conversation. A lot of things are being discussed, all different areas of life from relationships to money, to what happens after death, to the why of life. All these questions are answered and they're answered in a satisfying way, in a way that makes, it makes sense but some of it, it's a bit abstract. It's kind of hard to wrap your mind about it, but it's not like something that's put off your ass, which is really what makes this book seem so credible. The advice in it is so profound. The way it's said is so profound. Uh, Leo Gura from Actualized Zarg, he reviewed this book. Shout out to him. And what he said is, why do you care? 
if you made up the information now let's say let's go on a stretch and i think this is definitely a stretch and say neil donald walsh came up with this incredibly profound material uh, which for me seems pretty original that has answers to all these incredible questions in life and answers them in such a profound and clear non-bullshit way not siding with anyone not siding with any organizations and not uh, selling anything but just talking about what seems to be the truth but let's say, let's go on a stretch and say he made it all up. Somehow he spent his, he and a group of people spent their entire lifetimes constructing these incredible ideas and putting them into this form. And he's hoaxing everyone for what, well, for money, perhaps. You might say, well, for money. Well, the advice in it is still good. So why do you care? It's like, I'm currently reading medical medium books. Uh, These books are by Anthony Williams and they are about health. I'm really into this. uh, I think these are the books that are truly going to change my health. I'll review them in another episode. I'm not through with them yet. My point here is uh, these books have helped many people and they're not based on some scientific research method so the whole idea but the whole idea of the book is anthony williams uh says to get all this knowledge from what he calls a spirit and the spirit explains in a very intricate and detailed way the symptoms of people and he's able to diagnose people with certain illnesses way more accurately than science can his books uh, have helped thousands if not millions of people he's endorsed by many doctors athletes um, actors, famous people all around the world. Now, you may say, oh, I don't believe he got this information from the spirit. He made it all up. Well, does it matter? If this book helps people, cures people, helps uh, heals people, why does it matter where he got the information from? In my opinion, it doesn't. What matters is the information given there valuable. And does it make your life better? And does it seem truthful? And I think for information to be valuable, it has to be truthful. So, does conversation with God from Neil, Neil Donald Walsh provide valuable information, which makes sense and helps people in their lives? Of course, yes. It's incredibly profound. So does it matter if he somehow made it up himself or if God talked to him? And you'll see making up, after reading a book, you'll understand that making it up yourself and receiving it from God uh, in a sense is one of the same thing. And if you want to understand what that means, well, read the book. In the end, what harm is there from reading it? There's some books I read where I'm like, ah, This seems kind of BS. Or, I don't know about this, or generally speaking, this just seems contrary from what I find out, or it's not that logical. But I still read it because I'm like, fuck, there still might be something good in here. And if I'm just dismissive of this whole range of things, I might miss something important. 
And where's the harm? Worst case, no one's forcing you to believe it. The moral of the, uh, the story in conversations with God isn't, oh, you better believe God or God will punish you. No, the whole moral of the story, if I would put it in one or two words, is do whatever you want. There's no right or wrong. It's all relative. And God doesn't need you to love him or like him. And that religion was established uh, for the profit of the people. No, not of the religion was not established to profit the majority of the people, but some people came up with a fear-based ideology so they could control people and they and so they could get their money, and that's religion. And religion, uh, for longest time and still is today, to some extent, just a way of people exploiting other people, uh, getting their money their belief systems, uh, and money and power. That's what I'm getting at. They're exploiting people for money and power. Now, maybe this isn't the intention of most people that are Christian. Uh, I, I, the way I see it, it's probably like this is how it was originally established. And now people have been, I'm not sure it's perpetrating it. They have been carrying on this tradition. And I... I think religion offers something good for people. It's not like God is saying, well, you should go and fuck your religion. Uh, but he's saying that what religion is telling you isn't necessarily truthful. And a lot of religion instills a lot of fear in people, which is unnecessary and stupid. And meanwhile, uh, Christians or Muslims or Jews or Hindus or Buddhists have, may have a lot of good intentions. But in the end, it's still a fear-based ideology, which was created for the purpose of power, gaining power and money and controlling people. And kind of the, the modern-day religion is science, where in the past, oh, if you question religion, you're an idiot. What's wrong with you? Uh, I'm going to send you to prison. Or censor what you're saying. And nowadays it's more science. Well, science has brought us a lot of great things. I'm not saying that science is dumb. Uh, but a lot of science is like, hey, if you question the, the mainstream science, uh, you're an idiot. Oh, you're discovered you're working on something in a scientific field. And you're discovering something that goes contrary to our current paradigm. Oh, well, you're not getting any funding from us any now. Oh, you believe... Uh, Something outside of what we culturally accept is true. Oh, that's uh, you're just stupid. So it's not like, hey, we're going to kill you if you don't believe science, but it's more like a lot of lobbying to portray certain views. A lot of big companies, hmm. like let's say, take pharmaceutical companies telling people, oh, you need this medication, it helps your life, and actually it's ruining people's lives. There's a lot of this shit going on. You actually look at the the most modern science. It's uh, the quant uh, quantum physics. It's very abstract and it paints a totally different picture of reality uh, than what's just the cultural norm, which is materialism. But yeah, people kind of pick and choose like, oh yeah, science is truthful. Oh, you believe in something different than materialism? My God, you're an idiot. 
oh wait the newest science and the newest studies and findings and even some of the old ones and the current like this isn't necessarily something new goes against my paradigm well you can't trust science in anything you can only trust them in the things that uh, kind of underline my worldview and there may not be a lot of actual evidence for it, but you know every everyone around me believes this thing so i'm going to believe it too so yeah, you guys, you got to question science if it goes against what you think. Uh, but generally speaking, if you question the science that I believe, you're an idiot. So this is kind of the cultural norm, and I, I don't, I don't blame people. You know, it's. I think it just comes from not questioning things deeply. I mean, realize this: we're living in a universe, uh, which science has found it was created by a big bang, this small. Like out of nothingness, this in vast, enormous universe was created. Out of fucking nothingness. It just exploded into being. And then all things coincidentally interacted in the exact way so that you're now listening to this uh, through the internet on a computer or on your phone. And somehow audio signals are being transmitted. And somehow you're now living in this incredible time well how is your consciousness even created how is this even how is this even the thing how how were you born what's born oh the reason you're conscious is because certain materials in your brain uh interact in a certain way that creates your, your consciousness now there's no evidence for this this is just a theory we came up with uh, but you better not question this because uh i don't know this would be stupid for you how else would it be now, of course, it's a danger. Like, you don't want to be like, oh, how was the universe created? I'll give you the answer. God. Uh, you're just kind of pushing the problem back a level. That being said, it's not better saying, oh, how was the universe created? Oh, the Big Bang. Oh, oh, how was that created? Hmm. Oh, this was created by this. Uh, causal, causal logic is by its definition. It's... Uh, self-contradicting causal logic by its uh, nature is self-contradicting unless you use circular logic which leads you nowhere what do i mean with this well if i say a caused b the big bang caused matter to explode out into all dimensions of our physical universe and that matter be cause these things or whatever you want to say i don't know how the big bang uh, what happened exactly when a big bang oh carbon explode everywhere and then chemical reactions happening and under the right circumstances life was created all right Specifics uh, don't matter. We're looking at this, the foundation of this here. And the foundation is, well, if you say this was caused by this, a big, ba a big bang caused B, matter, carbon, whatever. And these things cause this, uh, planets and nebulas and galaxies. And then those things interact with each other. And then Earth was created. And then billions of years later, uh, life was, life happened. So how did the Big Bang happen? Well, 
We don't really know. And even if you figure out how the Big Bang happened, well, how did that happen? Every causal logic, it starts with a line. A cause B, B cause C, C cause D, E cause F. I hope I got that right. If I fucked up the alphabet, like what the fuck? <laughs> A cause B, B cause C, C cause D, D cause E, E cause F. Okay. There always has to be this first A, which cannot be explained by causal logic. Because causal logic always references something else. That's what all these paradigms are based upon, that this was caused by something else. But you can never explain the thing that caused the other thing. So what I'm getting at here is that our modern paradigm doesn't make sense. It's not based on scientific evidence, or at least the current one. It's better than fucking, oh, believe there's some guy in the clouds, but it's not accurate. And then most modern science reflects it, but it's just kind of being ignored. And what I'm also trying to say here is realize what a miracle your life is. How crazy it is. You're on this spinning rock, which is spinning around the sun. And this is all part of a solar system. And your solar system is spinning around this ginormous black hole, which is the Milky Way, the galaxy you live in. And the universe seems to be infinitely vast, infinitely expanding. It also seems to be infinitely small. We've never discovered the smallest particle. You could say, oh, atoms are the smallest thing we have. And then there's subatomic particles and all these things. Well, I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if things just keep on going smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller, and smaller, and smaller forever. Every paradigm we've ever had has always been made... Uh, uh, obsolete by a new paradigm. Somehow people think this process only happens until now. Like, oh yeah, all these different ideas and worldviews that people have in the past, they're stupid and now they're being exchanged by better and uh, more logical worldviews, which is true. They are being exchanged by better logical worldviews, but now we have the one worldview which is absolutely true. And there's no way in the world that the worldview I have now could be stupid and that I could, uh, or it doesn't make sense and that I'm just as delusioned as the people in the past. It's kind of this world, this thinking of, oh, the people in the past, they were such idiots. They had the same genetics as you. Perhaps the slightest difference is, but if we're talking like 500 years ago, that's not that long. People have the same genes as you, but somehow those people in the past, they were idiots believing all this stupid stuff. This would never happen to me in the 21st century. No way. Well, guess what? It is. We're still in the dark ages. Now, we're less dark than perhaps a couple hundred years ago in some fields. Probably most fields. But you got to realize, people always thought they were advanced. It's always a, a funny notion when, I, when I, people talk about aliens. Kind of assume aliens will have the, the same ideas about life as we do. 
oh, they're going to want to conquer us. They want to go, they're all going to want to destroy our earth. And they want to gonna do this and that. And they want to want to abuse us and take all the things from us because that's what we do or did. And it's also this notion of, oh, we must be the smartest thing in the universe. I would recommend watching the videos of, from Melody Sheep on alien life. This is the newest videos uploaded. It's a museum of alien life. And other one was also about alien life. I can't remember exactly what it was, or the universe. They were very, very well made. For a YouTube video, the production value is astonishing. It's incredible. Uh, I saw on Leo's blog, I'll link it in the description on actualize.org. Here's a nice blog. I wouldn't recommend spending too much time on it. It's still a waste of time a lot for the most part, but you do find some interesting uh, links and videos. Uh, but don't take that as an excuse to just browse blog all day and watch YouTube videos. He makes incredible stuff. Uh, now, that's just, this isn't necessarily to the point, oh, how would alien life be smarter? Uh, or, or how... It's about alien life. It's not about this exact point with uh, alien life have the same beliefs as us, but it, it shows different variants of what alien life could look like, and it's very interesting. It's very cool. Uh, so getting back to the book. The book's amazing. It talks about a wide range of topics, in a very profound way, in a very unorthodox way, not siding with anyone, it will probably uh, establish a worldview that you didn't have. It will not be what you think it is. This is this can be good for anyone from atheists to hardcore uh, religion. I'm going to say, I'm going to... Thinking of the word. Zusammenfassen. Fuck. Uh, I'm just going to put all the religions on their own umbrella as saying uh, religionists. If you're atheist, which is my opinion, this is a different kind. It's a modern day religion. Uh, or you're religionists and if I to stay true to atheists being religionists i'll put them under religionists as well so if you're a person a human being and if you're an alien sure uh <laughs> this book will be worthwhile and it will be profound on your life if you're open to it now you may be one of those people that's going to comment under the book oh this is the work of the devil don't believe them it goes against my christian belief system uh blah blah blah, blah. uh or this book might be life-changing for you uh they're not that expensive i think for one credit which is 10 bucks i got all three books which is 26 hours on audible which is incredible uh, i'm going to link the author's website in the description and yes you won't regret listening to it i'm sure of that if you're open to it if you can't stand your worldview being destroyed or changed, I kind of get it. But this will establish a new beautiful worldview. And 
it will make sense. This isn't, oh, believe me, if you go to Aldi 12 and uh, suck my magic dick, you'll become enlightened. Uh, you'll see it's something quite profound. All right. Thank you for listening. And now comes the bullshit I put at the end of the episode. Why haven't you been uploading in so long? Well, why haven't I been uploading, Phil? That's a good question. I want to I want to do more. I'm reading so much cool stuff and I'm learning so many incredible things and I'm so happy. And I'm fucking hyped. I'm going to I'm I kind of some slow on some things, but I'm going to be uploading consistently. It might take months. I'm going to try to upload. I always say I try to upload weekly and then it's months until I do. I won't give up on this though. I'm really trying to provide some valuable information and be prepared for some cool episodes coming out on interesting topics. Subscribe. I, I If you're not an anchor, I don't actually see if you subscribe, but I know I don't really care. Subscribe or not. Uh, I appreciate every viewer though. Uh, on anchor, you can actually send voice messages to me and I can implement it in the podcast. If that's what you want, you can ask questions and I don't know. Not that I can necessarily answer them, or you can perhaps start a discussion about something or a topic that interests you, and I'd be glad to talk about it. A lot of stuff going on in Uni, but I'm learning a lot. Life is nice. Life is great. And yes, thank you very much for listening. Half an hour is nearly over. Anchor only allows you to record for half an hour. Holy damn. Yeah, I'm going to try be trying out a lot of different nutrition plans and I'm pretty hyped for it. Thank you for Anthony Williams for bringing me his medical medium books. Uh, thank you for Neil Don Walsh for publishing his conversations with God. And I'll link the things in the description and I'll see you later.